Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Good morning to all of you. We are handling all sorts of business right now as this is a moving and doing company of real stuff mood or something now we have a lot going on and i will let i will teach you all as well as well now is the company paying for this get on the mic and get on the mic get on the mic and let us know get on the mic and let us know she's gonna let me know here in a second it's fine if it is i just need to know okay i just need to know and then i'll teach them if that's the case, okay? You understand? Is that okay? Outstanding, outstanding. You switching over to your phone? Outstanding. Grace is joining us from the phone. And we have, we've got Wednesday, today's Wednesday, which means that we have the big meeting, the corporate meeting. Everybody in Houston should be there. Anyone who knows anyone in Houston should have someone there. If you don't know anyone in Houston, it's time to learn to have someone in Houston. It is an opportunity that Jerry brought out yesterday. Actually, Jerry, can you explain to them 
what you said yesterday about the opportunity on Wednesdays in Houston, because that even I didn't think about that. I would be happy to, even though I've barely crawled out of bed this morning. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the opportunity in Houston is something that no one should miss. I'm actually digging around trying to find it, if I can find someone that I know out there that might be able to make it myself. But if you have the opportunity to meet in person and converse and uh, and do other things with the owner of this company, the founder of this company, uh, Antonio T. Smith, if you pass that opportunity up, you you just aren't thinking clearly. Anytime, I would say anytime you've got the opportunity to meet with someone like Antonio, which I've had the pleasure to a couple of times now, if you've got that opportunity, the universe is saying you have something here. Take advantage of it. Don't sit back on your laurels and just think that that that's not something that you need to be doing. Because uh, one of the things that, that I've learned uh, over the 59 trips I've made around the sun is that the people in your life are way more important than what you even understand. And, and that's God working in your life. That's the universe saying, this is the direction. It's up to you. You know, it's always going to be up to you. And if you don't want to do that, that that's your your thing. Go go about your business. Think that you can do this on your own. But I've understood for a long time now that you're you're not doing anything on your own. You're not doing anything on your own. That's just the reality of things. And with a support group like we have here, the mastermind group that we have here, I mean, I know the people on the call now. And there aren't there aren't as many as there usually are on this more on the mornings here, but everyone on this call I know has experienced a blessing from this group that has originated from that attraction that brought us all here together. And I'm not just saying that Antonio attracted attracted us and he did, but we attracted him because of what we were thinking, because of what we are doing, because of the, the goals, the objectives, the direction that we're going in with our life. The only other thing I wanted to add is um, with everything that's going on in the world right now, I know that there's a ton of distraction for everyone. I would suggest two things. Number one, protect yourself, be ready, you know, uh, and then by that, really what I mean is be ready to take care of your family and the people around you. Uh, that means having some supplies at home, some things that you need in case something weird happens, because it could. But I tell you, two years ago, I turned our television off. I disconnected cable television two years ago. The only thing I use is Internet, and I am so happy. It's one of those things. What you put in, you get out. What you project is going to come back to you. And if all you do is sit there and watch all this ugly news that's going on and watch all of the garbage that's being put out from every angle. I mean, it's coming from everywhere. 
that's what you're going to get back. So tune that stuff out and just focus on where you want to be going and the things that you want in your life. And those things are going to mirror and they're going to come right back to you. I, I believe that because I've seen it in my own life. Um, but if you've got the opportunity to actually sit down, shake hands, maybe have a, you know, have a, a soda pop and some snacks with someone like Antonio, I, it doesn't matter where you go from that point. You are going to go with more knowledge, more energy. And um, I don't know why anybody would want to pass that up. Why would you pass something like that up, whether it's Antonio or whether it's another millionaire mindset person? Tap into that for all you can get it and use it for yourself and then just move on if that's what you want to do. But what, what you find is once that magnetic attraction begins to take hold, things multiply and they go down roads that you never, ever imagined that they would. So uh, I, I didn't mean to, to get on my soapbox this morning, but no, if, you've got the op- if you've got the opportunity, do it, do it, jump at it. Because not everybody does. I mean, we, we can't all do those things. When you're presented with that opportunity, don't, don't let yourself down. Move forward. Take the initiative. And, and you know, even, man, sometimes it, things that are wonderful, things that are, end up being just the best thing that you've ever done in your life, start out with that, that feeling of, of trepidation with that, that feeling of, Oh man, I don't know. And that's not God talking. I'll tell you that right now. That's not God talking. Um, I just had some issues in my own life where uh, it looked like something was a bad thing and I won't go into a bunch of details, but it is culminating. It looks like with me being able to get that dream home that I've been looking for for a long time so you just don't know where these things are coming from and sometimes the universe needs to take something away from you sometimes when you're when you're right there when you're getting ready to to go in the direction you need to and and you've always dreamed of it seems like there's a big loss there's something that's taken from you well it's because it is and it's because the universe needs to open up that space a little bit so that you can get what you what you really what you really want what you really are going for so anyway uh, yeah man yeah, if i had the opportunity you know? i'd i'd be there myself if i could yeah absolutely come on y'all unmute your mics and clap for jerry i know you can't see me but go ahead i sure very appreciate good, you jerry. Very good. Yes, that was very good. That was very good. He said everything he was supposed to say and better than what I would have said it. It was a great opportunity. And of course, this will continue to grow around the country and then eventually the continent. Now, what I'll tell you is this is one of the greatest opportunities you're ever going to have. And, and let, let me let me explain what I'm saying. And I'm not talking to you from a braggadocious standpoint. I'm just talking from a pure mathematical standpoint. You don't get to join an organization like this at the very beginning. That's not right. I I need you to get 
that most of the people uh, that will come through here, the numbers will stop everybody from being first. Does everybody understand what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, it's just, if we get to, or when we get to 20,000 more, they will never be the people on this call. It can't. The math doesn't work that way. Sugar was here in the beginning. Phil and Susan, Jerry, Namdi, Abby. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know who's on the call because the modems restarted, but think about this for a second. Well, she's telling me names is on the call. That's not you can call them out then. You you call them out. She's telling me to help Michael. She can call them out. We have those that have been Jerome has been with us from the beginning. Um, Tyranny, Reginald, uh, Jerry has been with us for quite some time now. It's been it's been about a year now. Oh, okay. It seems I, like it's been yeah, forever. I, I know, I know it does, doesn't it? Yes, yeah, definitely. And mathematically, y'all, there's only one beginning. So I just need y'all to get like take what Jerry just said very seriously, because we're talking about y'all are the beginning. You understand? And no matter how loving that we are and how much we wish the world would be fantastic and how much we are making the world a fantastic place. There in this finite existence right now, there is just one beginning. And you get to be, this is, we can't even call this ground level. This just has to be something like I don't know, sub-ground level, and you're here. And then you're here with all this prestige. It's not like I'm just starting off, right? It's the, that's not even the case. That, that's not even the case. If you think, walk around with me in my city or in Houston, you will walk around and see that I've been afforded the opportunity to be a very well-respected person in many communities. So we're not at the beginning of prestige. We're at the beginning of sharing wealth. I think I'll say that one more time. We are at the beginning of sharing wealth. And when you get to that point, that level, when you get there, it's a really, really good place and time to be so show up, show up to the meetings, show up, have other people show up. Now, let me talk to some of you because I remember being in Ignite Energies. It's not in existence no more, not, at least not as that company. And man, I love this company. I just loved everything about it. I, 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 I was in hook, line and sinker. It, it saved my life. And then I really love my upline. Uh, his name was Reverend Oscar Gatson. It was just, huh? Okay. Reverend Oscar Gatson. And it was just, man, it was just, it was just fa fa fantastic. It was, it was just all the stuff you desire 
it was all in that company and it, it really made a difference. It really made a difference. It wasn't anything like this, but it sure felt like it, right? And this was back in 2010. And it was actually that company that allowed me to get enough passive income to retire. But I remember being in the place when they started expanding, they were just in Texas. And I remember them going to Maryland and then Pennsylvania. I remember all that stuff. And I remember saying, man, that's not going to be me. I don't know anyone in Maryland. Uh-oh. I don't know anyone in Pennsylvania. And if I did know, stuff like that never works out for me anyway. I'm going to pause right here. If you can just unmute your mic and tell me that that's going through your head around here. I wish I had this at least once. I, I can't see you, but if you can give me that energy and let me know that you've been having a little, that little person in your brain talk and you, that person needs to be quiet, but they keep on talking. And anybody talking just go real, ahead and Antonio. testify. Like that oh, okay. Antonio. Talking we, real. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I remember saying that. I remember saying that, y'all. Deanna, you had something to say to you? Are you still connected? Okay, go ahead. I understand. That was my thought process. Any, any quote-unquote MLM that I was in or network marketing company I was in, that was always my thought process. Like, I don't know anybody. But when I started my business, my thought process was, I don't want to just deal with homegrown artists. I want to go global, but I don't know anybody in any other states, let alone any other countries. I now know people in multiple countries. I do phone calls and do business deals with people in multiple countries. If you have no clue what you are doing, and I'm not just saying this because I work with him and I've worked for him. Before Antonio, before I was COO, before I was his executive assistant, before I even started working for him, he coached me. He mentored me. I had to go through a class before I got to where I am. And I did that class for three years and now, and I taught it the fourth year I've done. Just follow the teachings. You know that that whole now I'm I'm not just the president, I'm I'm a I'm a member. Yeah. I am a member of the ATS Business University. I am a member of the Bureau of Dominant Speakers. I am where I am because I followed his teachings. So I un, if if you are that person, I completely understand where you are from every aspect. Please just follow what he's telling you. No, I appreciate that. Do me a favor and um, log on or however you jump on. See if there's the outage in the area or pay the bill, do something. Right? Pay the bill five times. Pay it five months ahead. Do something. They can get the internet back up. Now, okay, they're telling me Prophet Jerry has his hand up. But, but home, if I get the Prophet Jerry, I, know, I could probably log on my phone too, though. But I'll get there in a second. I want you all to know, before I get to Prophet Jerry, she's going to tell me who's got their hands up. 
let me finish this here. So here you have it. I was thinking on that. And I had the fortunate capability of having two things. I had a good upline. In this case, this would just be, so we're not MLM, but we'll just have, you know, success team leaders, we would say here. I had a good upline, Reverend Gaston, and we had actually good leadership in Ignite. And while I'm sitting here doubting myself, Reverend Gaston told me, hey, just keep going. And I said, okay. And he, and he kept telling me, one day your time will come. One day your time will come. And I said, okay, that got, that got into me. So let me tell all of you this here. One day you will be able to pay for things like I can. One day you'll be able to take your team out for steak dinners like I can. It's not your day right now, and it doesn't have to be. That's why God sent you someone who can do it to teach you to have the heart to be able to do it when it's your turn. I'm going to say that again because I don't want you to sleep on it. It will be your day one day. It's just not your day now. And that's okay. Train so when it is your day, you can make a difference in somebody else's life. And then it happened. I kept going and I fooled around and got to an event. And the guy, Presley Swaggerty was his name, said something, changed my whole life. I don't, I don't want to see it. Just, just handle it. Whatever it is, just handle it. Changed my whole life. So let's think about this here. This is what this man said. He's on stage or this version of the stage. And he tells me, or he tells the audience, I felt like he was talking directly to me, that if you want to go global, you have to take care of your backyard first. I never forgot that. He made me realize something. He made me realize, Sugar, I was so worried about not being able to expand with the company that I wasn't handling my business in Houston. I was, and this was before online. I mean, it, you know, this was before online marketing for the full loan part. It's 2010, so you had it out there, but not. This wasn't stuff that regular people do. You know, this is over a decade ago. But I want you to think about that. If you're one of the people that's saying, man, I'm, I, I don't know anybody in India. I don't know anybody in the United Kingdom. I don't know anybody in Houston. I mean, they got an advantage because they're there in the Houston area. They can just go to office. I'm in Pennsylvania or wherever it is that you are. Take care of your backyard. Because here's what happened. When I start being kind and serving the people, what happens, and as this happens all over the place, you meet a Jerry who knows somebody right where you're trying to get to. Come on, Prophet Jerry. I'm listening. Wow, this is powerful. I just said that, um, I don't know, one day this week or the weekend. I just said that. 
But I said to myself, I'm not gonna give up. I'm gonna get a haircut. I'm gonna get myself back on Facebook and try to do these lives and do all I can to get to know people and to get to know how to do my my podcasts because all I can say this is God this is the universe this is <laughs> this is a blessing so thank you for saying that no no you're absolutely welcome and I'm just it's actually I'm just at this point I'm the completely tuned in to all of you because I can't see you. So I've got to use all my awareness just to do what I'm doing right now and deliver um, some sort of direction for everyone to follow. Wednesday, today, we will conduct at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time a meeting. It will last an hour. Clean hour. It won't go over. It will start on time. And we'll then fellowship, is what I would like to call it. You know, some of you baby boomers understand what I mean when I say fellowship. We would then fellowship for maybe an hour after getting to know your people. We are here. Deanna does not have a team. I do not have a team. We are there to service all your teams. It doesn't matter who you send, you will not lose credit. The whole goal is to just have enough faith to change the quality of your life. That's it. I wish I could tell you more and I probably could tell you more as there is more to say, but it is unnecessary. It's unnecessary. But let me pause right quick. Deanna, do me a favor. Stop what you're doing just for a second. And I want you to tell us from your experience what all you would be thinking if you were listening to me. <laughs> Go ahead. If old me was listening to you, mm -hmm. I would think you were somebody else from somewhere else, from another place altogether, feeding us just a bunch of words, my old self. Because how could someone so young be so powerful, have so much wisdom, have so much charisma, have so much, and then you're going to tell me you came out of a trash can? My old me would have just said, oh, no, uh, this is not reality. And I thank God that my old me is, is gone, is dead, because what you have brought in the year. Amen. <laughs> has changed my complete mindset has changed every thought even the books i read the way i even handle people and talk to people 
five years I've had a TV show, I never charged anybody anything. One, I couldn't because it was a nonprofit station I was working with. But now, I everything now is monetized. Everything now, all of the um, media, social media and how to get onto the social media and do all of these things I used to pay people to do. And now I'm finding out all I had to do was click this button or click that button and I'm paying you $100 and you click two buttons. I mean, you have changed my entire life and you're starting to even change part of my family's life because they see the change in Amen. me. I feel like I was reincarnated. I'm loving it, loving every minute of it. But I do have a question. How yes, ma'am. How do I, I don't even know if it's possible. How can I screenshot on my laptop? Yes, it's called on your, I don't think you have a Mac, so that for you that would be a print screen. And there is a button on there. I don't remember anymore. I haven't used a, a, a non-Mac in nearly 10 years now. For those that are non-Mac users. Can yeah, you it's been, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, it, it's, it's, a, it's an easy Google search away real quick. I forget how to, it's somewhere on your top right, yeah. Yeah, it's abbreviated. Yeah. P-R-T-S-C-N or something yeah. like that. I found it. There it is, right there. That's what you do. And it's print screen. Now no anything, just hit that button. If I okay, remember correctly. I yeah. If that hit doesn't work, then you want to look for your snipping tool. Your snipping tool allows you to pull out kind of like a like a pencil and highlight everything and uh screenshot it that way. This boy says snipping tool. All right. I don't know nothing <laughs> about that. I don't know nothing about that. I don't know. I know on the Mac is Command Shift 4. I'll let you drag what you want. Command Shift 5 will let you do a whole thing. I know that. I know yeah, that. I think oh, it's control. Control. The internet just screen. came back on. My emails are going off. Control print screen. It's control yeah. print screen. There it is. There I it just is. did it. There it is right there. All right, there you go. Yeah, I, I knew it was print screen. It's just, I haven't used a Windows computer since 2011, maybe. So it's been a, I haven't owned one. So it's been a while, you know, I'm almost a decade with just Mac. I have Linux, I have Mac and Linux now. So I'm learning Linux due to, for programming purposes. And I forced my boys to learn Linux too. Now I want to address something you said Oh, go, go, go. If you want to say something. Else. I also want to thank Grace and Deanna because, oh, yeah. and Tempest, because those women that's behind you, on the side of you, in front of you, and with you, this makes it happen. This is if what you want to come if back. If you want to be successful, put women in charge. I mean, it, it, it ain't that hard, y'all. I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's not that hard. You know, if you want to be successful, put women in charge. I'm going to come back to the old you and the young me. I, Deanna told me Kathy has her hand up. So Kathy, come on. Hi, everyone. What's I was, it's strange how uh, God be giving us messages and stuff. And when your feed went down and we couldn't see you, it was like, okay, so we can't see him, but we hear him talking, right? And it's like, okay. So it's like telling 
telling me sometimes even when it don't look like it's happening even when it don't seem like you're getting where you need to go you know it's like still have faith even though we couldn't see you you know what i mean even though we couldn't see you we knew that we was getting some information that we needed that could help us and further us and what we was doing and it just, i don't know for that just kept just being deposited in my spirit like mm. even though i can't it's like it's like the faith that we have in god you know it's the faith that we have in god this is a person that we can't see mm. it's a person that we can't see but we have so much faith in him and that just kept sitting in my spirit i'm like wow you know because we're human so we get frustrated yeah. And like me, with all these views, and a lot of y'all don't even have as much views as I do. All these views that I have on my pages and my videos, I'm talking about three, four, five hundred views. But you can't convince like one person to come to a meeting. Mm -hmm. But it's like, okay, the Antonio says it's not your time yet. Mm -hmm. You know, wait your time. You know, that means just stay in my lane. Keep doing what I'm doing. You better speak, girl. Something got to change. Something's going to happen. If I keep staying the course, it's eventually going to happen. Even when I don't see it, even when we couldn't see Antonio, he was still, mm. it, was, it was still speaking to him. I'm like, man, this is huge. Man, this just being in this place, it, it's like being in the place at the right time. You know, it's and then in your older age, we are not like. 20 year olds, 18 year olds. We are up there in age and to be able to take this information in and to be able to apply it to your life and be successful at these ages, that is like unheard of. Like Dr. Trash right. was saying, like you would be sitting there listening like this, this shit ain't gonna happen. Like, what is he talking about? <laughs> Look, like I'm too freaking old for this. Now my time is up. And it makes me go back and I get so sad, but I'm happy at the same time. It's like bittersweet. I watched. Oh, I'm trying not. I'm trying. Oh, come on, that's all right. Take your time. My mom and dad. My mom died at sixty-nine, and dad at seventy-one. You watch these people work tooth and nail, grind all day life, all the way to the bone, and never ever tapped into who they really were. Come on now. Never ever dug into that guilt, such mm. a loss. And then when you, when both of them died, you died in a hospital in the bed. Mm. I'm like, man, you know, and I think about that all the time. And you know how you haven't gotten there yet, but it's just something in your spirit so deep that's letting you know you, 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 you getting there. You in Come the on midst now. of it. You in the midst of it, yes. right? even though you can't see it, you I, I just feel it all over me. And the sad part is when I get there, that I can't share with my parents. Because my dream was always to get up, get everything I needed, and to do something for them, to give back to them. And that's the saddest part of it all. I know I'm, I'm going to be there, but they won't be there like physically. You know, to partake of it, to yeah. see that, you know, this is what you missed out on, you know, raising us, giving us everything that you had to all the tools that you really knew. 
because a lot of people didn't know it. And we all sitting here, we blessed for somebody to be able to deposit in us that there's something greater in you. There is mm. something greater in you. All you got to do is tap into it and you can have what you want. You can have what you say. And I just look at so many people just this and that. Like, I'm going I'm to I'm say this and then I'm going to let it go. To take your time. My you, you are talking. neighborhood is this guy, Corner Store, and also my cousin. Corner Store, you know, the Corner Store guy. We called him Fox. I'm a crazy grocer. He had this corner store for 40 some years, over 40 some years, because his sons are a little younger than me, but they're in their 40s. So he had it before them, and then when they grew up. And so the mayor of this little 3,800 some people population, and uh, one of the uh, ladies that own a funeral home, they decided to get together and name a street after. And it took everything in me when they were celebrating. to not just call a few people in my hometown and say something to them because while you celebrating this guy, first thing that resonated with me is, okay, now you want to make him famous because he did. Mm. What the hell that's doing for him? Second of all, he had two sons and I know they probably should be about anywhere between 40 and 45 at the most. You had a corner store, two sons that grew up with you in this store and decided to go work for another mofo instead of tapping into the family business. That's that, that, this the mindset that ATS has given me. Instead of tapping into the family business and let's bring this up and let's get some change going on. Because the only other grocery store in my town it's owned by another person that don't bring nothing but it's it's trash and it's overpriced and it ain't doing over killing people. So that dawned on me when they were celebrating this guy all these years, this corner store. You had two sons that decided to go work for somebody else instead of being where they at, you know what I'm saying? And bring it up. And so then you name a street out there to make it look like you did something for the black community. Mm. And then what's so crazy about it, to add insult to injury, y'all fall for the okie doke. Mm. Y'all out there just celebrate. What's good? What 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 is good in that? What 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 did that help? And my cousin also owns a corner store too. And I was home visiting last year before all this corona started. And I asked him, and this was after you know listening to us. Uh, join ATS. And I say, why you won't try to be a grocery store? He goes to a job every day, but you have a corner store. So I say, why you won't try to uh, get you a, a big grocery store? You know, people people ain't going to do it. And, and, and when he said that, I left it alone because it was his mindset that resonated for me. I say, Ain't nothing, ain't no conversation you have with him behind what he just said gonna change him right now, so leave it alone. But the thing that's crazy about it all is we stud, we constantly going to church and you talking about God, but then it's your faith level that you just said what people ain't gonna do. So 
your people is your God is what you just told me. That's right. They're greater than God. God. You know what I mean? I'm like, man. But because of ATS, my eyes are open and I'm able to see stuff like this. And I'm like, when we couldn't see your face, I'm like, man, look at this. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm in the right place. So I just wanted to, you know, kind of throw that out there because it was just resonating with me. I'm like, man. And I know Tony was getting frustrated because he do not like, baby. You can hear it in his voice. Like, I need to be seen, God, dog. But you ain't got to always be seen. You're being heard. Even when we don't see you, you still in our head talking to us when you ain't around. So calm the, down. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Even when we don't see you. <laughs> yeah, she going to say her she going to say her nose exploded and she heard me in her head. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. No, thank you. I, I think y'all unmute your mic, clap for Kathy, please. That was powerful. Everything she said. Yeah, I needed to hear all that. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Kathy. All right now, Kathy. Yeah. She said, "Please." I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow this is journalism that helps the world we live in this is mexit news things my favorite part though is but she said you know what i can't have a conversation with you you go ahead and stay right in your filth okay my shoes is too clean to be walking around in your filth you know I, I, that's my favorite part you got to know when someone is just going to win that conversation you know, we ain't here to win conversations, y'all. We here to win wealth. You understand? Now, sugar, me, me being young, I said that's been my whole life. That's for sure. Now, that's for sure. That's been my whole life. And even at fourteen, I acted just like this at fourteen. The only thing, only thing's changed about me, Jerry. I just got bolder. The older I get, the bolder I get. I'm just, I'm, I'm that, that uncle on the front porch, just going, you doggone kids. You know, just you know, get out the street, kids. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff like that. Right? I just, I just get bolder. I can tell you for sure. My so here is so you always hear me say, "Well, I know what my purpose is. I know what I'm supposed to do, etc." I'll I'll say something I have never said out loud. See, my grandmother. Um, she's I got a huge tattoo on this side of my arm from right here to right here. It's her face. Okay. My paternal grandmother adopted me at 14. So my dad's mother found out my situation, adopted me. Dad was in jail by then. 
So there's a lot going on in that one little statement. For one, don't nobody adopt no 14-year-old kids. Let's just, let's just process that information. Two, Jerry, don't nobody adopt no 14-year-old drug-dealing kids. Okay, I hope you don't think I was out there praying at 14 to eat. <laughs> I was not out there praying Okay, at 14 to eat. I was out there doing what I had to do to eat. In my awareness, that's all I knew. Right, with number dope around, that's all I had. You know, I I never I ain't never been to a church in my life. Ain't nobody ever took care of me. Dope was right there. If you want to make money, sell dope. It just is what it was. Right, that's that's where I come from. That's where I come from. So she didn't just adopt a fourteen-year-old kid. She adopted a fourteen-year-old dope dealing kid. Then it's even worse than that. Because she adopted a 14-year-old dope dealing kid that's not dealing dope because he's trying to be like everybody else, who is literally starting an enterprise off dope. That's a whole different mindset. So she adopted this 14-year-old kid going on 30. Do you understand what I'm saying? Going on 30. And then I saw I get into her house and they got all these rules. Now, I don't know nothing about no rules now. I, I don't. I, <laughs> I was, I, I'm sorry. I, I lost myself in the story, Patricia. I, I, I had rules my whole life, and now all of a sudden it's rules. You know, it's rules in here. What, what, what you mean? What you mean? Tell you where I'm going. I don't tell nobody where I'm going. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about back in the, you know, at least in the, the late 80s, early 90s. If you was going to leave, you was going to call me and tell me where you was going next. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, all right. And I ain't had I ain't none of that stuff. So everybody else had rules, but I did. That's what she did. She made me suffer. <laughs> For real, though, Sammy. She made me suffer the consequences of my actions. Since I was grown, I was going to have to deal with those grown consequences. Sound for me, huh? That's how I treat my boys. Hey, put a pin in that. We're coming back to it. Okay. So I didn't have rules. I didn't have to call. She, she, I, she, I was the one that got to do what he wanted to do. 14, no, 15, I bought my first car. I ain't had no job. Did y'all read between lines? All right, dude. Okay. <laughs> okay. I had no job. Bought my first car. I brought my car home. She's so mad. So mad that I here I got this car and a beeper. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember those days? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then I had the beeper turn the drug deal away. Y'all remember? Come on now. It's, it's funny as it sounds today. There were stereotypes. And of course, I lived all them joints too, right? So I had the beeper turn the drug deal away. I'm 15 with a car, no license. <laughs> It was one of them cutlasses. I don't know if y'all remember that, right? It was, I had one of them cars. And then she gets on me. And me being spiteful, this Kathy, just, just spiteful. I went, oh, you want me to get rid of the car? So this is what I did, just because I'm such a hustler. I went, I think I bought the car for 2000 and I went and sold the car for 3000 just to prove a point, right? Just to prove a point. That's so I, I did it all in 48 hours or something like that. I just bought it for two, 
flipped it to three and it didn't look. And I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, so nasty with it, right? I flipped the car and then gave her the money. I did that all the time, all the time, right? Gave her the money. I was like, calm down, calm down. Not, I, this, is, this is what I do. This is what I do. This is what I do. So then right after that, I went and got my first tattoo. So I'm 15 and a half, 16. Go get a tattoo. She don't like that, obviously, because, you know, she's and she is super Christian. My grandmother, my grandmother printed the church programs. Church couldn't even run without my grandmother. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm talking about. She printed her HP computer. Yeah, she accepted the money. Her HP computer did all the church print. You understand? She was over the Christmas program, the Easter program. She's the head deacon, wasn't even the deacon. And she counted the money, you know. Church, church had 14 members and all the church ran through her. You understand? You know, number one tire pair member, all that stuff. I get a tattoo. But then I'm slick again, though, Patricia. Tattoo is a big old cross on my back that got Lorraine in it. Because <laughs> it's her day, right? You know what I'm saying? So listen, so I'm just slick. I'm just being slick on purpose. Just being slick on purpose. All that stuff. And then so me and her fighting back and forth. But, we, but our fights was different. She would try to change me and I, would, and I would resist her change. So then she stopped trying to change me. She just started letting me do what I wanted to do in the floor of what I want to do. Because you, you can't bend a tree. Yeah, this girl adopted a grown tree and realized early, all right, all right. It took a year, I'm not going to be able to bend this tree. You understand? So what she started doing in me was she started teaching me leadership. Okay, I'm going somewhere. Keep walking with me. She started teaching me leadership. She starts saying, well, if you're going to act like that, you don't need to be acting like other people. Okay. So one day, sophomore year, you know what I'm saying? I got a six pack. I'm solid. I've started a football team. I want to sag my pants. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So I put them all the way down. I walk out the house, put the pants down. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm talking about way down there, you know. And she looked at me and she said, come here. <laughs> she said, she say, come here. She said, come here, come here. Uh-huh. And she lived, she wanted, she wanted them heavy set grandmothers too with that Jerry curl too. I want y'all to know. I want y'all to get this. She heavy set with the Jerry curl, you know. So, so when she said, come here, you listen. You understand? She wouldn't know 54 pounds. You understand? You know, she was two something solid with that Jerry curl. She say, come here. Why are you trying to be like everybody else? Piss me off. Say, first off, no, I'm not. But she knew exactly what to say to piss me off, y'all. She say, I'll never forget this. She said, peer pressure ain't what they teach you in school, Tony. That's what she called me. She said, peer pressure is you trying to be like everybody else. I looked at her, picked my pants up, ain't never sagged them again. Don't tell me I'm a follower. I ain't no follower. All right, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? All right, so keep going. Then in 16, high school, I'm doing football, and then this uh, black teacher wanted me to do speech and debate because apparently I was doing words, so she made me do that too. And she made me be on stage and I didn't want to be on stage. I just wanted to really, what I really wanted to do, I just wanted to get them girls and sell these drugs is what I really wanted to do. I'm not gonna lie to you. 
You know, what I mean, you can't. I, you know, I just, I'm just keep it real with y'all. You know, I want to get the girls, sell the drugs, or sell something. And it had to be drugs. I just need to get. I just need. I needed money in my pocket at all times. You know, you, you, you when you, when you walk out in the streets, how I come up at. You, you're accustomed to keeping $2,000 on you at all times because you never know when you're going to get in trouble. And you keep the $2,000 in cash so when you get in trouble, that's your bond out money. You, you won't know that unless you know that. You, you know what I'm saying? All right. So just, just to tell you where I come from. And year after year after year after year, she just keep teaching me all these lessons. I barely graduated high school. You understand what I'm saying? I barely graduated high school. And when I graduated, you would think she turned to a 18-year-old cheerleader with pom-poms. I mean, she just, I, you know how she told, she, Patricia walk up, girl, girl, come here, let me tell you about my, tell you about my son. He just graduated, right? And, she, and now she got to stick for this whole 30-minute story about how I just graduated. Patricia got somewhere to go, you know, but you, my grandma was going to make you here, okay, <laughs> how I graduated. And since I was a little knucklehead, she sent me to driving school at 16. I got my license and all that stuff. She did everything she could not to raise a man, but to raise a boss. She did everything she could. So I went, I went to speech and debate and I got accepted to every school in Texas. I was at the bottom of my class, but since I went to state in speech and debate, I got a full scholarship to every school in Texas. Everyone in Texas Southern University was at the top of my list. At the top of my list. It's because they had the best speech and debate program. And she said, what you want to do? And I told her right in the face, I say, school is for squares. That's what I said. I can't do no school. What you gonna do then? She said, Well, you gonna go. I say, Well, I'm gonna go to the army. I don't know nothing else. So I went to the army. I passed up on all those scholarships, went to the army, became military intelligence. And then right in there, when I'm finding myself, no, actually, so I'm I'm real gangster in basic training. Let me just tell y'all. Okay. I'm real gangster in basic training. But you know, I'm a I was one of them, Jerome. You understand? It took a while to soldierize me. Real gangster in basic training. And then it happened. I get a phone call, which doesn't happen. You don't get phone calls in basic training. Mm. They call, phone call. The lady who spent all this time shaping me as I am had a stroke. I didn't appreciate a damn thing this woman ever did. You understand? Mm. No, I didn't. I didn't appreciate her adopting me. I gave her hell every chance I could. You know what I'm saying? I gave a hell every chance I could. Y'all hear me? Every chance I could, I fought her, Prophet Jerry. You want me to do this? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. I'm like Reggie. Is he on? I act just like Reggie. I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it my way just to let you know you can't tell me what to do. I ain't the only one on here like that. Mm-hmm. And she had a stroke. And it, it just, I'm 18, and I realized, man, the only person that I can truly say loved me about to die. 
So what I did was she had that stroke in 2000. It took her eight years to die. And I want y'all to hear this. I want y'all to hear this well. That is not the way. I'm telling you this, and I'm taking my time telling you this because I agree with Kathy. My grandmother never tapped into her full potential. Eight years, I'm talking about she had one of them bad strokes to where she couldn't even talk no more. Her hand crippled up and we had to give her a little laminated piece of paper. She would spell out her words like this here. Took her eight years to die. And one day when I get out of the army, I'm um, with her and she get my attention and we watching the Miracle on Ice. Disney movie about the hockey, the Miracle on Ice. We switched back and forth between that and Sister Act Two. She loved. It. <laughs> you know, she couldn't tell my grandma nothing about no Whoopi Goldberg. You know, she went Action Jack, Action Jack, Flash to to all that, right? So she's doing this, and then she wrote down. She got my attention, and she spelled out, "I'm staying here." for you. Mm. Now, process this information because I didn't like that. Because we had to change her diapers. And the medicine that she was taking would keep her constipated. And so I'm sitting here thinking, man, I gotta do better. She's sitting up here waiting, took her eight years to die because she was waiting on me to be what y'all see today. And in May, 2008, I kid you not, I, I, I can't make this up if I tried. In May, 2008, she had another stroke. This one put her in a coma. And I'm sitting there and I could just, I could feel her talking to me. I, I can't explain it. It just is what it is, right? She died in the hospital bed too, holding my hand. Actually, we had to pull the plug is what we had to do. We had to pull the plug because her brain stopped functioning. The machines were keeping her alive. And I remember promising her, I'm gonna dedicate my whole life to you, okay? So at the funeral, I didn't cry. I didn't cry at a funeral because there was no need because I took care of her. Like I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I changed diapers, you know, I, I, I ain't had nothing to prove, Kathy. You know what I'm saying? I ain't need to, I ain't need to drown over no casket. Lord, take me, you know, everybody else left, but it was me and, 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 and my, my cousin, we'd be with them. <laughs> we both gave up our apartments and we went back and he slept with her in the bed and I slept in the back room. And then, but he not a morning person. I did all the, she would catch them Charlie horses every three o'clock in the morning. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Got to rub them things out. Yeah, she get all that. So basically what you see, I ain't never told y'all this before. I ain't told nobody this before. Have y'all heard, I ain't never told y'all this before. I promised her that I would dedicate my entire life for her. So if you look at ATS, okay? you would see, I got a bunch of grandmothers around here. 
I purposely target folk who remind me of my grandmother and her age. It is, it is so easy for me to still get a bunch of young folk, a bunch of gerons. So easy. I already got the clout. I purposely go to the Kathy's and the Susan's and stuff because everything I do, and I, there's a film out there somewhere, I me mean, on TV somewhere saying this, everything I do, I do for the lady who adopted me. She's the only person on my birth certificate. I got one person on my birth certificate. My parents, they're not on it anymore. They had to give up their rights when she adopted me. Lorraine Temple Smith is on my birth certificate. It's the only person, the only person. The state of Texas recognizes her as my mother. You understand? And all I do is make sure that everything Kathy said and everything Sugar said could be said. Not because, and I'm telling you, if you just look at my YouTube channel, you will see this. I've said this before on TV. Not because I'm smart, not because the Lord saved me, because a grandmother prayed for me. Mm. I am here because a grandmother prayers brought me through. You hear what I'm saying, Jerome? If it was not for I'm sorry, I almost, almost took off on y'all. <laughs> if so, it was okay. not for <laughs> the prayers of a praying grandmother, mm. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't. You understand? Well, why you got I, I, <laughs> I just try to tell you, Jerome. I just try to tell you, listen, man. A grandmother prayed for me. You understand? I wouldn't, when I was a knucklehead, she was praying. I ain't, I, I, I listen, I escaped all that evilness. Now I want to have to pay for all my karma. Don't get it twisted. But I escaped all that. No felonies. You understand? Nothing that just lasting. Why? I would pass up cops dirty. Sometimes the cops would look at me and be like, just keep on going. Just look at me. Wouldn't even, wouldn't even, if they just came behind me, Jerry, I'd have, I'd have got them promoted. Mm. But my grandmother's prayers made them look the other way. Mm. Y'all ain't, ain't heard me, man. Y'all ain't heard me. Y'all ain't heard me. So my entire dedication. So ATS, ATS is all about my grandmother. There's actually, y'all don't know nothing about it. There's actually something called Lorraine's Ministry. I haven't shown it to y'all yet. I haven't shown it to y'all yet. Lorraine's Ministry is, it's just, you just walk in, get some prayer, and you go home. That's all it is. That's, that's, I know, I know. You ain't seen it. It's, it's been a while. I, it's, it's been a while. <clears throat> it's been a while. You just walk in. Building's always open from 1 to 5 p.m. You walk in, get your prayer, and you go home. You'd be surprised how many folk just need a prayer. Anywho, so tonight, my grandmother will be with me as we stand and take care of y'all people. She's with me on every class. I still have not, I, I, ain't, I ain't had to cry over her death. 
not not that I'm being tough. It's because my agreement with her was to be what she knew I could be. If you think about it, okay. Yana walking off. I'm I'm reaching her. Hopefully I'm reaching somebody else. If you think about it, I made her a promise, sugar. You understand? Come plug this up for me. It's about to die. I made her a promise. Quickly, you got about two minutes. I made up a promise. You might want to put it in the wall too. It ain't going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Come right here. I made her a promise that quickly. I would do every single thing that she told me to do. Here's what my grandmother told me to do. All them years, Jerome. Hold on, make sure it's charging. Yeah. All them years, Jerome, she had one request. Just one. Stop trying to be like everybody else. That's all she ever told me. She never asked me for nothing else. She never asked me to go to church. She ain't give me no choice, Jerome. She drug my ass to church. You understand? Let me just let me just gonna keep it real with you. She ain't give me no. I ain't with no options back then. Y'all kids got these options now. I ain't had no options. You understand? She just drugged me there. You know? She just drugged me there. Youth thing, everything. She just drugged me there. You know? I was part of the drug missionary Baptist church. You understand? <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> she drugged me there. You understand, Samuel? <laughs> she drugged me there. But she always said, stop being like everybody else. That's not what you come here for. And I never understood that. But when she was in that coma and I had an option, I can keep doing what I do or I can be what she wanted me to be. And this is what gets me every time. And I hope everybody hear me. I hope you hear me, Deanna. Hope everybody hear me. My grandmother never, ever, ever on this physical earth got to see me at my potential. She died and held on. And you know how much you gotta love somebody to stay in a dependent state for eight years? until you get your act together? Do you, you, and she had all these kids. She had to worry about me. Eight years. Eight years she stayed. And so I made a promise that if she gonna stay in the vegetable state for me for eight years, and I'm going to live for her. And that's what y'all see today. What you see is the one person who actually changed the world. Not me, but Lorraine Temple Smith. So anything I've ever done and will do, it comes because of Lorraine Temple Smith. Okay, now she had some help. I'll tell you about Lucy Elizabeth Smith. She crazy as hell. That's where I get all this cussing and stuff from, that, that, that Lucy. Yeah, Lucy the one, she, she punch you in your chest real quick. You understand? 
Say roll up a joint and give you a lecture at the same time, Jerry. You understand? That that, that wasn't that crazy. Yeah, that, that, that's a youngest daughter who raised me too. But so y'all just somebody out there should be the reason why you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. My grandmother never got to see me have a have a baby like she wanted to. Uh, she got to see a failed marriage because why not? That's, that's what I was dishing out, a failure. Right? That's what I was dishing out. But I know that she sees me. And, and I'm going to say this and I'm going to run and I, I, this ain't for everybody, okay? This ain't for everybody. But if you, I knew the day, is Phil on? Yeah. Oh, that's right, that's right, they go, that's right. I knew the day that my daughter was born, I knew that was my grandmother. I'm gonna let y'all get that one on y'all. <clears throat> I'm gonna let y'all get that on. And let me tell you, she act just like my god doggone grandmother too. Reincarnated. Get on my damn nerves too. Let me tell you, just, just be running me. I don't run nothing. My, I don't run. I got no authority with my daughter at all. Y'all understand? I don't. She run all that. Don't even let me front and lie to y'all. She run that. <clears throat> she run that. She really do. This that poor baby. She gonna die from eating ice cream all day. That's all she gonna do. Eat ice cream all day. I don't even know how she got bowel movements, much ice cream if I be giving her. You understand? This ice cream all dog all day. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Dr. Sugar. <laughs> Daddy, can I have some you know, ice cream? You're saying that she's not seeing you. Your baby girl is here. She's seeing you. But not That's only right. is she just seeing you, Antonio, she's seen all 34 of us that's mm -hmm. on this line this morning. And you've dropped those seeds of hope and encouragement this morning on each and every one of us because you've lived through it. You're proof of it. You know, even though my mother is still living, she's been 10 years in a bed from a stroke. Yeah. And I believe because of what you just said, she's holding on just to see me reach that level right. and that point that she has seen in me and for me to become that person that she gave birth to, that the doctor said I was dead. That's so right. I understand your heart and I understand what you just said this morning, but I hope everybody on here this morning takes that seed of hope that you just dropped to continue to be one of the millionaires that you're going to make, because that's a lot of truth and fact in that. Mm -hmm. And I thank God for you. I thank God for Mother Luce, uh, Lorraine Smith. Yes, Lord. I thank God yes, for Lord. this whole family dynamic that's on this morning, because it wasn't to have been said yesterday. It couldn't have been said tomorrow. It had to be said today. Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. I, I run ATS like she ran her house. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Law. I'm just going to piggyback off of Dr. Sugar's spirit because it just hit me when she said that. Because my grandmother, my mother's mother, was actually bedridden for over 10 years as well. And her greatest um, wish or what she wanted her mother to see before she closed her eyes was that she got herself clean and she got all her kids back. 
and my grandmother was able to actually see that before she closed her eyes. So just riding that spirit. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. And see, in my case, my grandmother wasn't supposed to see me be great. She was supposed to do everything she did because it's what drives me today. It's why my motors are crazy. You ask, there's a hundred thousand millionaires. If I could have 90% of them be baby boomers, that's what I want. That's what I want. I came for Jerome. You understand what I'm saying? I, I came for sugar. Uh, you know, that baby booming right under that. If you 45 and up, my eyes is on you. You understand? Because a woman prayed for me. Just ask, ask, ask Dion around here. I don't let nobody. You can't disrespect no woman in my presence. I might fight you. I might. I might. I might. I just might. They don't get to open up no doors. Um, Deanna's son can't start talking. You know, talk bad like he's supposed to. But all that, you know, disrespect. Oh, no. No, not around me. Because mm -hmm. all I got, the only reason I'm alive, tyranny. Because a mother prayed for me. Um, let me scroll across and see our faces. I'm trying to let y'all know. It was a mother who saved me. And it was somebody else's mother. My parents dropped the whole ball. And my grandmother adopted a headache. And stood by her decision. Never took my money. She literally... Almost everything I do, y'all, Deanna, unmute you, Mike. If you get $12,000 right now, what I'm going to tell you? If I get $12,000 right now, the only thing you're going to tell me is it's your money to do what you choose to do with it. I had all this money. You understand? I had money, y'all. Don't get it twisted. I was rocking. I had always been self-sufficient. I am a, you, you catch me as a man, you're going to be taken care of. I've always paid bills. You understand? Always paid bills. My grandmother let me have all that money. When she adopted me, I got her social security too. They would send me $600 a month checks. Okay. But I'd have, and that would be the least of the money. You know what I'm saying? Because I even when I, I was always flip, if I wouldn't flipping, I, I'd flip fake insurance. I was literally selling fake car insurance. I ain't lying to y'all. I'm dead serious. $200 for six months, $250 for 12 months. Which one you wanted? I had the VIN numbers and everything. I ain't playing with you. Shit, I think I'm lying. I'm trying to tell you, I've been hustling a long time. Okay, long time. Long time. You want to, why would you, why, why would they buy that from you? They try and get them inspection stickers, you understand? That registration done. They want to get pulled over. And this is before, you know, people was calling stuff in and checking the stuff. But, you know, you just got to, anyway. She let me keep all my money. Never asked me for a dime. So all I would do, and I would, I would watch her seven kids trashed, all of them trashed. They all trashed. I tell them to their face, all of them trashed, okay? I watched them all take advantage of them, and I'd pay all my grandmother bills. My grandmother had, a, she had one habit to this, it made me who I am today. 
she had an Office Depot addiction like y'all got an Amazon addiction. She was the only person on the block with a computer. She, she would use her whole retirement check. Come the fourth, it'd all be spent on Office Depot. The reason why I'm so good at computers today is because the only black household on the block that had computers was my grandmother. You understand? Yeah. I got a question. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> when you said uh, <clears throat> all our kids are trash, but she raised you and, and we look at you like you are. Why is it? And, and that goes back to when we were in the conference mm -hmm. and uh, Les Brown door. Mm -hmm. She opened my eyes and I'm like, you know, I don't feel bad no more. When she sat there and said how she was raised under this man, this motivational speaker, all his speeches, you know, we all taking it in, listening to him, and she wasn't even getting it. It wasn't done no way, it didn't affect her, it didn't move her. And I thought about that because that's like me with my daughters. Why is it that the kids that you bring into the earth, that you breathe and you raise up, it's harder for them to grasp the concept that you want them to get as a parent, but Billy next door can talk to them all day and they'll get it from them. Like, what, 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 why is that? Because you just basically said that your grandmama did it with you once she had seven other ones. Seven. They, they didn't trash. get what you got, but you got it. They all trash. The two women married trash. And so now they associate with trash. They all trash. I ain't listen. If y'all know me, I'm gonna tell it like it is. All of them. You run my address, everybody got felonies. You understand what I'm saying? Everybody been in the pen. And they all, we all stayed at 807 38th Street, one house, right? Because it, we we couldn't be with no woman. What I would do is kick us out. Well, not me, but kick them out. You understand what I'm saying? They had to come back to that one house. My best guess to that is we as parents, it's why I do my very best not to do my boys like this. We want so much good for our kids that we tell our kids what we want. And they reject that. They reject that because I rejected it. My grandmother stopped and let me find my own way. And I appreciate that. Now, I didn't appreciate it on time. Get it twisted. I did not go, you know what, Grandma? Damn it, I appreciate you. That is not what happened. She had to almost die, just like all the other knuckleheads on planet Earth. You understand what I'm saying? Now, love your people before they almost die. Let's end this here. I want all of you to love yourself enough. Whoever you fighting for, it's time for you to let me see who they are. Because all y'all know my grandmother, she's been dead since 2008. I'd say I did a good job. Who are we supposed to know, but you can't give it to me? <clears throat> I told one of y'all this here yesterday, and they on this call right now. Your problem is you ain't moving. And I can't brag on you because you won't move. You got all this potential, but you just won't move forward. So how am I supposed to tell them how good God is in your life 
if you steal all the time. Remember that, take that move forward. It's time to move. Take it moving forward. My life is dedicated to other people. So I don't have much stress. My life ain't about me. It's about everybody else. We'll see you tonight. Is this, that's our only call? We ain't got no other call with vaccine. So half of y'all be on vaccine call. Some of y'all be with us. Kathy, will we see you tonight? All right, we're gonna see Kathy tonight. If Sugar's available, we hope to see Sugar and Patricia. I know Patricia got a TV show around that time, but this we we'd love to see you. I'll bring the yak. No, I'm joking. That's short for cognac. That's short for I probably will have the yak, but it won't be shed. You understand what I'm saying? It won't be shed. But I appreciate y'all. We'll see you all tonight. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't play better, you can dominate. Y'all have a good one. All right, love y'all. Love you too. Love you guys. Love you all. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world. Not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training and I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True, but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review Uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been 
used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.